We are so happy you are here tuning in to Kentucky Wesleyan College Campus Ministries. In this podcast, we dive deeper into chapel topics while having real conversations. Enjoy this week's recap. This is Sean Toms, Director of Campus Ministries at Kentucky Wesleyan College, and we are uh, thankful uh, and excited to have you join us for our post-chapel podcast that happens each week. Uh, after our weekly chapel service uh, at 12:12 on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College, we are now having chapel in the Wells Activity Center, and we are uh, we are recording here in the Performing Arts Center, the Ralph Center, on campus, and we are thankful for that partnership with our Communication Arts Department and the students and and uh, and the staff who are partnering us partnering with us to make uh, this post chapel podcast um, possible we're also thankful for you uh, the listener who have who has uh, chosen to um, take part in a, a little deeper discussion regarding our chapel topic and uh, we have been uh, rolling through a series of how to uh, from from how to live this life that we've been given uh, in Christ to our identity, our, our worth, um, the, the work of the Holy Spirit is our topic this week, and God's leading in our lives. And so uh, when we had chapel, we, uh, we were led in worship by David Rogers from Pleasant Grove Baptist Church, and, and the word and the teaching was brought by Dr. Kari Edwards. He's a senior pastor at Wesleyan Heights United Methodist Church, and and we have a kind of a unique blessing this morning that he's he's uh, gotten up and uh, invested in us again by joining us in the podcast. So we're thankful to have uh, Kari with us, and we also have uh, Logan and Maddie here. And I'm going to give them a chance to just kind of introduce themselves just for just for a minute. And, uh, and then we'll begin uh, talking and uh, kind of breaking down chapel yesterday. So, uh, Logan, we'll start with you. Tell us uh, who you are and where you're from, what year, um, and uh, kind of your involvement here on campus real quick. And then we'll, we'll move to Kari and then Maddie, and we'll go. Um, my name is Logan Lake, um, and, yes, I'm Annie's brother. Um, <clears throat> I am a second semester junior here at Kentucky Wesleyan. I transferred from OCTC um, last semester. Last semester was my first semester here. Um, I'm a religion major and a Christian ministries minor. Um, involved in a number of different things here on campus. Uh, singers, chorale, I'm the mascot. Um, and you revealed that here that's okay. on, on, that's the, okay. on our podcast. That's all right. No, we will keep that on the deadline. That is okay. Yeah. That, yeah. There's only so many people that, you know, come to mind when you see it. Yeah. Um, Especially the mascot's a little taller this that, year yeah. than he's been in yeah. the past. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, staying busy, staying busy. So, yeah, that's Great. me. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for investing with us this morning. Kari, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, uh, my name is Dr. Kari Edwards. I'm the pastor of Wesleyan Heights United Methodist Church here in Owensboro. Um, And I have been there for about six years. And I'm originally from Texas and made my way up to the beautiful state of Kentucky um, for seminary. And we've just stayed. We fell in love with four seasons. They're weird seasons. They are very weird seasons. But they're four. And uh, there's things like hot browns and ale eights that just are so good. It'll make your tongue smack your eye 
eyeball. I mean, they're just they're just good. Um, and uh, we and know so we do food. Yeah, yeah. Food. So we we've fallen in love with Kentucky and and find home here. So. And, and tell me about your family dynamic. Who, who's in your family? Yeah, um, married to an uh, amazing woman of God named Ashley Edwards. Um, she works here uh, at U.S. Bank, uh, like most of Owensboro, and <laughs> <laughs> she. Uh, but she's she's awesome uh, and has been. We met in undergrad at Wayland Baptist University, a school very similar to KWC. And uh, my our son uh, Beckham is eight. We adopted him from Ethiopia. And he is the pride and joy of our life. And um, he plays piano and guitar and baseball. And uh, he's kind of got a hand in a little bit of everything right now as he's trying to find his way in this world. And um, it's uh, it's been a, a joy to get to be part of his life. That's so. awesome. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Maddie? Hi, I am Maddie Atherton. I'm from Owensboro, Kentucky, and technically a junior. I'm taking the semester off, just seeing what life has in store. So I got my associate in arts, so that's really good. So I was glad I could um, get that from KDub, and now I can use that in the future. So that's really good. Awesome. So we're gonna we're gonna jump right in and find find the jumping off point uh, for today's uh, post chapel podcast and. Um, the kind of the topic was how to recognizing God's leading and uh, Kari when when you um, when you were contacted about investing uh, in the ministry here on campus and you were given that topic what's kind of your your first thoughts around that Man, you know, there's so many different directions you could go. Right. Um, I feel like all scripture is, is this grand story of who God is and how God is revealing God's self to us as humans. And, And then God calling us and moving us, leading us to act uh, on God's behalf and with God in the ministry that God is already at work in here in this world. And uh, so my mind went all sorts of directions from (laughs) the calling of the apostles to the, you know, post Pentecost type stuff to um, some of the stuff that that I preached on um, about Moses and Elijah. And um, it kind of was all over the map because there's so many ways that you see God leading people mm-hmm. um, in unique and grand ways. Mm-hmm. Logan, do you, did you have anything from, from chapel yesterday that, that kind of jumped, jumped out to you regarding um, how, how God spoke through Kari? I wrote down a couple different things here. Um, simply, I don't know if you said it exactly this way or not, but um, just a paraphrase, maybe it just said, pray and get ready. Sometimes we pray and we don't exactly expect God to move. You know, um, there's some things in my life right now that I'm, I'm really praying about and, and things, conversations that I want to have, but I'm not necessarily really sure to have with certain folks and just a, a a lot of different stuff going on and um just a reminder to pray and to get ready and to expect god to move um because that's what he does 
Yeah, I mean, I think that I think you bring up a really good point because I, I would say a lot of Christians forget that the God that created the world, that called creation into being, that knitted us together in our mother's womb, breathed the breath of life into our lungs, is still active yeah. and moving in this mm-hmm. world. Like, do you really believe what you say you believe? Yeah. And if you do live into it, right? right. The God that is is the God of the universe is our God. Mm-hmm. And do we truly believe that Jesus rose from the dead, is alive and well, and is, has, has ascended into heaven and is sitting at the right hand of God the Father as our intercessor, as the one who is praying and leading us into the future? Um, and if we truly believe that, that gives us the the confidence, but also the, the anxiety relief, right? Like it's, it's our Vicodin. It gives us that anxiety release to say, I don't have to fear about the future because God's got me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That whole overriding summary that you just gave for me in my notes, I broke it down into the the way that you described it and, and using Moses and Elijah and Logan's current situation that he just said about praying and being ready is it comes down to God is always active and leading, mm-hmm. and we're called to an action and a response to that, mm-hmm. and it's all rooted in obedience. You know, wh- what is what is our choice? What is our action going to be? And for me, in the last several uh, weeks, it's been what is what is God leading me to and what is my next step of obedience? Mm-hmm. What is the next step of obedience God needs me to make and that's that's like right now and then whatever i go to next because god is leading us in ministry to others mm-hmm. uh, for his kingdom and and for all glory um, to be his and for others to be drawn toward him maddie anything from you you always have your thumb on the phone and the notes and the things that that you have and that mind of yours grind so based on what we were we were just talking about any any other thoughts um it reminds me of i was reading something and it talks about following and then i like the way they put it because it was like god's crumbs it's like <laughs> what he leads you like all along through your life, you can look at them. And we've talked about God winks before. Yeah. <laughs> and I love, I think the idea of God winks, it's like, cause you have, it's like, yeah, that's definitely from the Lord, but it's like, if you're keen and like looking for the crumbs and the winks, I think that that's very cool. And like crumbs can look like the word of God. Like literally we have this book full of what our life is going to look like and what he has in store for us. Um, and those are crumbs. And then it can be opportunities that come your way and they're slowly like leading you. But it's so hard for me personally, like decisions in general, like, I mean, that's part of like where I'm at now in my life in this season of life, like taking the semester off and figuring things out. Cause I didn't see myself doing that, but it was like the Lord's literally calling me to this and it was scary. And, but it's like one of those crumbs and it's like, okay, like it's like trusting and figuring out and then I think back to Elijah and after everything that he went through and then him at the tree and he literally needed that time and he was like well golly like I'm just I'm gonna go sit down on this tree and cry you know what I mean and it's like we see that in the Bible and like the people that we read about like they're no different than us like they're humans just the same and they go through and walk through things similar to us and 
I don't know if that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it's like, yeah, I feel like I need to go sit under a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's all for a purpose because like he needed that. Like he, like the Lord came to him and was like, what are you doing? Like what? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh my gosh, I just can't go on anymore. And it's like, but he needed that time of rest to come back to everything and see things clearly. It's it's interesting what you said because I, I was contemplating chapel yesterday, last night, and I just thought, okay, Kari gave a great example of Moses and the injustice that he encountered, and and his reaction was in the flesh, and was his reaction to injustice and wrong and sin was to react with more injustice and wrong and sin. And because of that, then it's like, ah, and then you flee. Mm-hmm. And then Elijah, in just in, in the flesh, r- runs from fearful things and hard things. Yeah. How many times do we do the very same thing, whether we're running to a tree to escape whatever emotion or situation and thing for us to deal with it? I don't think necessarily the running away from something and giving space is the bad thing. It's what are you running to? that for me was was a was a question last night. Like, yes, Jesus pulled away from others and got alone with the father he he went to the mountainside he he pulled away for the quiet times and he got into the boat and pushed away and all of those things but i think again it goes back to the heart of why we're doing that is that a flesh reaction of pulling away and running away or is that to get along with the father to say where are you leading me in this situation what are my next words what are my next actions here so i love the fleeing isn't necessarily the issue. It's why are you fleeing? Mm-hmm. Does that when, make sense? Yeah. When we when we experience trauma or when we get scared, we either fight or flight, right? right? And then after that, you you could also freeze as well. That's another reaction. But yeah. you, in both of those, you see Moses experiences this trauma, so mm-hmm. he fights. Right. Elijah flees. Yes. Um. But this January, just a plug for my future, <laughs> you know, sermon series coming up at Wesleyan Heights. Um, in January, I'm going to spend nine weeks looking at the fruits of the spirit because I think that we as Christians need to recover, have yes. a recovery of the fruits of the spirit that the spirit of God gives us. The gifts of the spirit come and go and yes. we can access those differently. But the the fruits we have access to and we're supposed to bear mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And so what would it be like if when I receive trauma or when when I receive that person on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, TikTok, whatever that yeah. is, that is offending in, in your face at Walmart. Yeah. In my yeah. face at Walmart. <laughs> right. What if I responded with the fruits of the spirit by manifesting peace, kindness, self-control, love. Uh, if I respond in those manners, I'm responding in an attitude of Christian love and they'll know we're Christians by our love, mm-hmm. not by how good we debate or how much I know or mm-hmm. uh, the books I've read or the degrees that I have, but it's, it's by my love. Yes. Um, and I think that we as 
not just Wesleyan Heights, but we as Christians have to have a recovery of those fruits of the spirit. Logan, anything? Um, <clears throat> listening to all that, I really like how you put it with the going away to something is not necessarily the wrong thing, but the what it is. Um, I could, this is literally an example of last night where I was just feeling overwhelmed by a situation and feeling alone in it. Um, like I was the only one that cared about it, which I know was not the case, but it felt that way for a second. Um, and then I, you know, I knew that I just needed to kind of go and just be by myself and get in the word a little bit and, and, you know, took a shower. That was nice. Kind of got me. That was my sitting under the tree and like, uh, just, right. you know, God talking to me. It's like, okay, well, let's explain this a little bit. Why are you, and it tends to be when we're anxious about stuff, boils down to an identity thing. Well, why are you anxious about stuff? I was anxious driving over here. Well, why are you anxious? Are you trying to find your identity and how people view you on being a timely person, which is good, but you know what I'm saying? It's like we find our identity or we, so much of our anxiety if you get down to the brass tacks of it it's an identity thing and um not feeling enough about it and then and then part of that you know going off thing is you know like i spent a decent amount of time last night just kind of sitting there on my phone not doing really anything very productive and that was kind of a calming thing but not the one that I needed. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, that kind of got me in a little bit of a better mood, but I know that it's fleeting and I know that I should have gotten in the word and spent some time in prayer and done something a little bit more fulfilling and gone to bed earlier and that kind of thing. So it's like, that's just a real fresh example that I have. And I think I think you bring up a point. We have to, we feel like we have to be perfect, yeah. right? We feel like we have to, and we feel like we have to have everything figured out. Yep. And if you look at scripture, a lot of it isn't God saying, "Hey, what you're doing is bad, and you need to do what is good." It's a recognition. Hey, some of the stuff you're doing is really good, but we're going to go from good to better. Yep. And you don't have to have everything figured out. You just have to take the first step. Um, look at the apostles after um, Pentecost and everything, and the, and the church is starting to grow, and things are happening that they didn't understand, but they're doing ministry, right? God called them to go, so they took the first steps. They're going, and these things started happening like these Gentiles, these crazy Gentiles, you and I, um, started coming to Christ, and they go, they scratch their heads and they go, oh my gosh, what's happening here? This doesn't make sense. This isn't what we planned. Well, yeah, it's not what you planned. It's what God planned. And God didn't reveal the totality of God's plan to you at that moment, but God is revealing it to you as you go. Um, and so we're on this journey with God and we might only see the next half a step, but God's already working five or six steps ahead of us. We just don't see it yet. And we have to have that faith that, okay, I don't have everything figured out yet. 
but right now I'm being called to sit in a in a time of Sabbath or a year of Jubilee, right? To sit and to reflect and to reset and say, what is it that God has for me? Or to jump in feet first and say, okay, God has called me to serve. I don't exactly know how to do that, but let's go. And so the questions that I always ask myself, and I didn't come up with this, I got this from someone else, um, but it's what breaks God's heart? What breaks your heart? What are you going to do about it? And saying, okay, I don't know totally what I'm going to do about it, but I I can take the first step. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. Um, it's, it wasn't my plan, but it's God's plan. I've asked my, I've told myself that a couple times recently. It's like, God, this was not a part of my plan. And then he goes, your plan, your plan. And as, as a pastor friend of mine, uh, wisely puts, he says, have an interruptible plan. Um, you know, as Sean and I have talked recently, there's been some, some good things. It's not bad things, but some just, you know, God's leading in a different direction. Um, um, but that's a big example of that is when David was wanting to build the temple. He looks around. He's like, God's God's in a tent and I'm in this big, glamorous palace. I want to do something about that. And like you said, he wants to take something good and make it better. Mm-hmm. And David only saw a certain part of that. He didn't see the full picture. But God, and, you know, he went to Nathan and Nathan said, do all that's in your heart. It's not the greatest advice. <laughs> he did. Mm-hmm. He should have said, pray about it. Spend some, spend uh, three days praying about it or whatever. But... But then God had a but God moment. And then he said, God went to Nathan and said, no, this is not what I'm wanting. Go tell David that. And David only saw a certain part of that. And it wasn't just about building a house, but what was going to be the, the, the long lasting thing, you know, God gave David a promise that somebody from his lineage would be on the throne forever. Well, we know from a, like a bloodline, you know, on the throne of Israel, uh, that wasn't necessarily the case. Well, did God lie then? No, that was fulfilled in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that was the bigger picture there. So, and not, David didn't know that, Solomon didn't know that, but, but anyways. So the bigger picture, for all of those individuals that you just named, including Maddie and Kari and Sean and anyone else who's listening, it the bigger picture is what is God calling you mm-hmm. yeah. to do in whatever given situation, whether it's facing injustice or it's in a time of blessing and plenty where everything's going amazingly well and you still feel like, what is what is my next step of obedience in this god i'm i'm planning for this next stage of my life um i don't i don't see anywhere in scripture where planning is bad it's when planning is rooted 
in what we want as opposed to what God is leading us to do. Because mm-hmm. in God's leading, there is lots of planning to do in order to be excellent like God is excellent. Yeah. Yeah, and you always have to leave room in your planning for the Holy Spirit to move in and to mess everything up. Yep, yeah. right. Oh and yeah, be, be flexible enough to move <clears throat> along with with the movement of the Spirit. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. So, can you relate to the planning that you had in Maddie, and then the the space that you've given God to interrupt your plans? Yeah comfortable i think that's right (laughs) um i like the way that you put that because giving him space to interrupt my plans um and i've always been like i'm not a planner person i like it kind of freaks me out like to literally have an agenda and it's like well i kind of probably need to have some ground and so while y'all were talking i was thinking of um abram and whenever god called him out from everything he knew um and abram just went like he didn't hesitate at all he was like okay let's come on wife come on we, we gotta go like, pack your bag we're leaving everything um we're gonna trust in the promises that he has for us because we have this great faith um and the only reason why he could do that is because he walked so closely alongside god and he was like best friends with him and he knew and he trusted in he believed in him and so like that's how he was able to just take that leap of faith and i think that's so encouraging um and then to go back on the fruit that we bear in my head i'm always like trying to keep myself in check so if i do something and like is that a fruit i want to bear (laughs) probably not and so Mm -hmm. it's very very important and if we don't bear all the fruits of the spirit or at least work towards bearing those then it's going to make the moments whenever our plan doesn't go according to what we want. It's going to make it a lot tricky, a lot trickier on us because we're going to be like, oh no, because we're instantly going to go towards negativity or like selfishness. But no, if we're bearing the right fruits, like it's not going to offend us as much. And so I just like how everything, and I literally think I always say how everything comes in a full circle because it, it does. It does. And it's beautiful. And that's yeah. And so right now in my life, I'm just really leaning into that and trusting because I, there's so many things I want to do and it can get very confusing um, on what God wants me to do because I have, I have so many dreams, but I don't want them to just be Maddie dreams. Like I want them to be yeah. in the Lord's will for my life. And so I have to keep myself in check for that because I mean, I like chasing after all the things that are fun and make my heart sing, but if they're not in the line with what he wants, then they're for nothing. Uh, that's that's an excellent way to transition and kind of the last thing that, that I kind of had on my heart as we finish up uh, to kind of have us to talk about. You know, Kari, one of the things that you said um, at the end of chapel, um, and it and it has to do with where we are when when god is leading what it what is our action step and too many times whether it's moses or elijah or maddie or me when god leads and that that burning bush is there and god is leading and speaking too many times we have an excuse why we can't we, we can't follow 
we can't follow the leading. Well, I'm not equipped. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not mm-hmm. that. Which comes back to one of the statements that uh, that you, you touched on yesterday, and and I, I'm just I summarize by saying, you know, if we're not paying attention to the burning bushes around us, mm-hmm. we are going to miss God's leading, and when we do pay attention to it the way that I read scripture is usually the things that he's leading us to do. We're not capable of doing on our own, mm-hmm. but it's because of who he is at work in and through us. It's about his ability, his mm-hmm. power, his plans, his purposes. He'll equip us if we need to be equipped. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I loved how you touched on that of, you know, Hey, God's still leading people. Mm-hmm. And, there are burning bushes that are on fire all around us and God is wanting to talk to us and lead us to the next thing. Um, are, are we going to be obedient regardless of how we see that? I'm, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, he usually didn't call people to things that he didn't lead people to things that they were equipped to do. He just said, are you going to be obedient mm-hmm. to follow my leading and then I'll give you whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the there's a, a little illustration I have to kind of emphasize that. So um, I've been working out a lot lately um, and uh, doing different exercise things. And so the other day I uh, I went on a run and uh, at one of the local parks here in Owensboro, and I left my phone in my car and had my Apple Watch on and was tracking all my movements and stuff. And um, when I got back to my car, I knew uh, a thing had come up that someone from the church had called and I needed to get in touch with them. Uh, someone th- from the church had passed away and was needing to, to enter into that pastoral moment. When I got back to my car, I couldn't find my phone. Mm. Um, I knew it was there. My, my watch was reading it and I could um, hear it. I've got a little bell that my watch will produce on my phone, but I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't find it. And so I began to pray, God, help me find my phone. And I looked everywhere, tore my car apart and could not find it. And as I began to pray, I just got this sense to reach my hand weirdly underneath my driver's seat and to feel around. And I I truly believe that God was telling me, move your hand to the left. And so I did, and my phone was there. And, and I think a lot of times it's as simple as we pray to God, God, help me in this situation. Help me find this. Oh my gosh, I've experienced this injustice. God, help me confront this. Help me make the system better. Right. Um, help me love someone more. And we pray and we pray and we pray. And a lot of times God will respond and say things to, to move us or, or make, make a sense that God is moving us to do something in the simplest way, like move your hand to the left a little bit more. Even though you've reached over to the left, move it to a little bit further to the left. And we have to be willing to follow. And, um, you know, so what is it in your life, again, that you're experiencing a broken heart over? Mm-hmm. Um, that you also know that God's heart is broken over it too. And are you really willing to move your hand uncomfortably just a little bit further to the left? Because if you do, if you're willing to follow God's lead, 
beauty will happen because you'll experience the kingdom of God manifesting in the here and now. Yeah. Uh, Having your hand to the left and checking there and then being led or feeling like you're being led to move it a little bit further left. It just reminds me of... Hey, cast your nets out on that side. Dude, we've been casting these nets out all night long. Mm -hmm. How about doing it one more time? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. well, I've already placed my hand under my seat to the left. It wasn't there. Mm -hmm. How about a little bit more to the left? Um, It is like I'm, I'm like a broken record right now on the next step of obedience in our lives. And because... My plans and purposes. I think. I think we are called to make preparation in our hearts, um, and to make plans for what we feel like God is doing, but leaving that space uh, for God to change things, um, and also being willing to do it whether it makes sense or not. You know, God. But I've. But I've already done that. Yeah. But do it again. Mm-hmm. Do it yeah. again, whether you want to do it again or not. Yeah. And, uh, Kari, I, thank you for investing not only in this Post Chapel podcast, but but in in our ministry here, uh, what God is at work doing on our campus um, through our chapel services in, in this series. And we thank you for your ministry and for your family and for your church family that have been faithful partners in ministry to Kentucky Wesleyan College for decades. And uh, thank you for your leadership. And Logan, thank you for coming in. And Maddie, for for all you do to help produce the podcast each week. And and for you who are listening, uh, thank you for for joining us and investing time in this. We we pray that it was helpful and encouraging and beneficial to you. And uh, if there is if there is any need, whether whether that is, I don't really know who this God or who this Jesus is, and, and I would like to know more. Um, if, if you know that you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus and you would like one, it, our information is everywhere on our website, and we would be honored to, to pray for you and to talk with you, to get you uh, whatever you are needing right now. And, uh, and we, uh, we just feel like this this ministry that we've been given to our campus and to our community uh we're we're honored to be a part uh, of serving the lord in that way and and serving you so uh reach out to us if you need to reach out to us and uh kari if you would do you mind to dismiss us and close yeah, us out no problem i'd love to and thank you so much for inviting me into this and having me on um know that we're praying for all of you out there and uh, we hope the the kingdom of god truly reigns here on kwc's campus Amen. Um, if you'll pray with me holy and merciful god we just first come to you and we we thank you for being the god of the universe that moves on our behalf uh, and so god as you lead us and direct us over the next day over the next week, over the next month, and even over the rest of our lives, may we be open to seeing the burning bushes around us, to hearing you in the silence of the still small voice behind us saying, I'm with you. I love you. You can do it. And give us the boldness to act on your behalf. So God, may you receive this benediction 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you rest the rest of your days of your life. Amen. And God bless. Amen. Thanks for listening. We are here to serve, love, and relate with you in an intentional and deep way. That being said, let us know if you need anything. Catch you next week. Bye.